0: found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network.
3: It is indeed primetime action Monday night from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang with us tonight for Monday Night Football. We've got a ball game tonight. Niners hosting the Rams. What else could happen in the National Football League? We'll look at everything that happened yesterday. We'll talk about the Rams and the Niners, and prop watch as well. The first few NBA tips, including the unstoppable Wizards.
4: Yes, the uh, football game holding steady at three and a half. So this is not uh, really moved. It was you know four there for a while, but it is it is staying steady there at three and a half. On the basketball side of things, the Celtics and the Cavs. Seven Eastern, four Pacific. Celtics are four and a half point road favorites. A one ninety nine total. In that one, the Kings and the Pistons. The Kings are four-point road favorites over the Pistons, 214. Your total there. 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, the Pelicans and the Wizards. Wizards are four-and-a-half-point home favorites over the Pelicans, 208.5. Your total, 730 Eastern, 430 Pacific. Magic and the Hawks. Hawks are 11-point home favorites over the Magic, 215. Your total there. Pacers and the Knicks, 730 Eastern, 430 Pacific. The Knicks are three and a half point home favorites. You can find a three out there, actually, if you want the Knicks. 212 is your total. Eight Eastern, five Pacific, Heat, and the Thunder. Heat are six to six and a half point road favorites, 207, 207 and a half. The total now in eight Eastern, five Pacific, the Nuggets, and the Mavericks. Mavericks, five, five and a half point home favorites, 209 and a half your total. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific Rockets, and the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are 11.5 to 12-point home favorites in this game, 219, 219 219.5. Your total. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific Suns, and the Timberwolves. The Suns are 4-point road favorites, 222, 222 222.5. The total, two late games, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. The Raptors and the Blazers. Blazers are 1.5 to 2-point home favorites, 212, 212 212.5 your total there, and then 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific, the Bulls and the Lakers. The Bulls are one and a half to two point road favorites there, 215, 215 and a half the total.
3: All right. Tonight, again, Rams and Niners, that is coming up in about an hour. Uh, NFL news, and this will sort of segue us into the NFL day yesterday, but the uh, news confirmed today, Washington's Chase Young, confirmed by Ron Rivera, out for the season with a torn ACL, so the the one bad thing about Washington's win, outright win, is nine-and-a-half-point dogs against Tampa Bay yesterday in Landover. Chase Young done for the season. Uh, that part of the field at FedEx Field cursed. So many catastrophic injuries happening right around there. Blow up the place already. Uh, Steelers' Mika Fitzpatrick tested positive for COVID per ESPN's, uh, uh, was it at by Kimberly A.? Who's that? Kimberly, what's her last name? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fitzpatrick now joins Ben Roethlisberger on the reserve COVID-19 list. So, uh, Minka, we don't know the status of his vaccination status, that is. So we don't know what the long-term prognosis is of that. Will he be there this coming week for Pittsburgh or not? Uh, we shall see. Uh, Aaron Jones, best case scenario for the Packers today. Uh, they thought that Aaron Jones might be donezo as well after he had to leave the game yesterday against the Seahawks. Packers 17, nothing went over the Seahawks. Turns out just a mild MCL sprain. And he's expected to be out just one to two weeks per source. All things considered, probably best-case scenario for the Packers, who now are tied with the Arizona Cardinals for the best record in the National Football Conference. They actually have the tiebreaker, uh, courtesy of the A.J. Green, I'm not looking back for the pass game. And then Cam Newton, who got his first action of the season after getting re-signed by the Carolina Panthers. First pass, a touchdown, first run, a touchdown for Cam Newton yesterday. First player in 30 years to do that. Uh, he will get most of the first-team snaps during practice this week for Carolina. Looks like he will start this coming week. And then Brian Flores, no surprise, announcing that Tua Tagovailoa will start Sunday versus the Jets. So none of that, like, terribly surprising based on what we saw yesterday. Maybe the Aaron Jones one a little.
4: Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, he you know, the story was he came out of that tent with tears in his eyes and all that. And yeah. so I assume he thought that it was going to be the worst As well on the, for the New York football giants, Saquon Barkley back at practice for the first time in a month for them. So if there is uh, a little bit of something to look forward to for, for that team that most likely is out of it at this point, but uh, at least getting him back out there and seeing if there's anything left with Saquon, man, it's one of these things. I hope we don't look back and just be like, he could have been an all timer, but you know, could never get over these injuries. And, you know, last couple of seasons really, been going down time and time again with these injuries for him. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, the Chase Young thing for me, I'm not even a Washington football fan. I'm just a football fan in general. And so to see one of the, the bright young stars go down for the season and, you know, the problem is, is that the timing now in the year that this happened, he's likely not to be back for the beginning of next season either, either oh. right? You know, so it's kind of one of those deals where it's like, now you're going how far into 2022, you know, will it be before we have him back out there? Non-contact injury, I should mm-hmm. point out.
3: So, again, I don't want to blame the field, but stuff seems to happen. But the field. But the field. Yeah. That's right. I don't want to blame the field, but the field. But the field. You know. Yesterday, let me give you three options here. Uh, Washington beating Tampa Bay outright 29-19 to and doing it. In, in a dominant fashion, certainly a 10-minute, 19-second drive, 19 plays worth to seal the deal is pretty dominant at the end. Uh, that, uh, let's give the other option being just New England's drubbing of Cleveland. Spot them seven points and then score the next 45. Uh, or, you know, again, it's a, it's a Colt McCoy-led Cardinals team, mm-hmm. but... Carolina just absolutely boat racing the Cardinals 20 to nothing before you could blink. What's the most shocking of those three?
4: Washington to me, um, because we've seen the Browns, like we've seen the bad Browns, right? So, I mean like the, that type of performance out of them, like wasn't anything new. Like we've seen the good Browns. We've seen the bad Browns. That was the bad Browns. Not surprising that they got, that, that they got destroyed the way that they did, the way that Baker came out and started playing after that first drive. But yeah, I mean, for me, for sure, the Washington side of things and really, more than anything else was, not so much. You know, everyone's pointing out, pointing to the to the Tom Brady interceptions and stuff. And look, yeah, that's that's all fine and dandy, or whatever. But really, this Bucks defense is something. Uh, it, it, a lot of injuries, yeah. And I mean, they're they're playing without a bunch of you know they're starting corners and things like that or whatever. But I don't know if those guys are getting back anytime soon. And that defense, the way that they're playing right now, that is probably not a championship. Defense couldn't, that is, couldn't get Washington off the field. Like, probably, like, last year, one of the things we were saying, were like, oh, this, you know, this defense is so good, and then they went in this 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 lull, and then they came out of the bye, and they looked, you know, like a completely different team. But they were healthy when they came out of the bye that last time. And, and, and they're still not, and we talked about this on the offensive side of the ball as well. Yes, I understand that there are weapons on that team, like something crazy. But when you don't have Gronk and A.B. out there, it's a different dynamic with that offense. And then Chris Godwin was playing hobbled as well. And so you you take away all of that stuff and, like, just, just Brady and Mike Evans is probably not going to get it done very often, you know? And I, I, you start to look at this team, and there are warts. Of course, every, basically every team we're going to talk about today, uh, there were some some warts that popped up at least one point over the last couple of weeks. But you you really look at this team, and on the defensive side of the ball, that is – that's that's not good man. That is it is it is not good. I mean you, the, the Brady stuff he's not going to throw three picks like you know very often. I, I don't think that's repeatable especially when all the offensive guys get back out there but I don't think the defensive guys are going to be back out there for any, anytime soon.
3: They lost Vita Vail on the last drive. He had to be yeah. carted off. Do we know the long-term status on him? So it was
4: kind of the same type deal with the Aaron Jones deal. It was best-case scenario for oh. him, but still likely to miss you games. know a few weeks. Yeah.
3: Uh, Bruce Arians was asked by a pool reporter after the game, uh, second, quote, second straight week that Brady's had multiple interceptions. Can you speak to what was going on maybe with the receivers? And Arians, straight-faced, replied, not nah, has nothing to do with receivers. It was him.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he Doesn't was not he, happy. Didn't yet. he do that once last year to Brady too? He did. He did. I'm he sure, did. I'm sure. I'm. I'm. I am sure that went over extremely well. Oh, I'm Sure. From everything we've heard about Tom, I'm I'm yeah. sure that went over extremely well. Uh, sure,
5: Vita MRI today, slight MCL sprain and a bone bruise won't have to miss much time.
4: Not even a contusion, just a bruise. Yeah. Not even a fancy
3: bruise. <laughs> That's That's not right. a, not even, a, a, even
5: a fancy bruise. Do, do yeah. you get
4: it's always I think it's because people like the alliteration. It's never bone contusion. It's always the bone bruise. You know? Like mm. I think people like the alliteration with that. Because mm. you don't ever you know, it's always a bone bruise. Bone bruise. Yeah. It's
3: a thinker right there. It's a thinker. Man
4: thanks. <laughs> people are like
3: people are like
5: <laughs> never thought about yeah, it it sounds better we say makes bonkers. sense
3: <laughs> Washington <laughs> Washington ended up uh 11 of 19 on third downs and of those eight that they didn't get uh, converted on, they were two of two on fourth down Thirty-nine oh eight time of possession 2052 for Tampa Bay mm-hmm. and again that last drive 19 plays 80 yards 1019 uh off the clock to seal the deal Tampa Bay had missed an extra point that kept the game at four instead of three just before that after Washington had fumbled and tried to invite Tampa Bay into the game. And then Taylor Heineke, he sees Tampa Bay on the other side of the field. You can't stop can't Taylor mess Heineke.
5: With the I'm going to go the other way on the question uh, on the question that you posed. I'm going to say I was more surprised by the Browns' Patriots game. Me too. And the one at the bottom of the three that you list would be Cardinals Panthers.
3: Just because it was Colt McCoy.
5: But Just because it was Colt McCoy. Yeah. And I think Matt also laid out though, like Tampa was missing all those guys. We sat here on Friday and, and you asked the question of like, hey, who are you? Who would you not want to play in Survivor? None of, I mean, none of us teased Tampa Bay. None of us did anything betting wise with Tampa Bay. We we kind of mentioned. We actually
4: said if we had to, we would take the nine and a uh, right, wishing yeah. it was ten. Yeah, like the, the nine and a half. Like,
5: meanwhile, we all had Browns yeah. bets, and to me, in me, like Matt, to me, it wasn't the it wasn't the Browns playing poorly that surprised me. It was. The, for the first time I'm I'm comfortable sitting here today saying I have underestimated the Patriots all season long, I think and this is they looked darn good yesterday and it, it's it's something that I need to yeah. uh, rework in my little power ratings I would say yeah
4: we'll we'll I mean, we can certainly we'll we'll talk more about this on the, on the other side here but man it, it's there is that for sure there is at least a little bit of underrating of the Patriots but I mean there's a reason why they haven't given Baker a long-term deal there's a reason why they're not Rushing to give him they a do. long-term deal, they have to make a choice here, and he ain't point. gonna get it. Like yeah. he, he ain't gonna get it. Like they're they're not gonna give him the type of money he wants for him to stick around and have two good games and then two horrible yeah. games and two good games and two horrible games with like no with no kind of consistency whatsoever from him. You, you just can't you can't pay him that. Two hundred
3: and seventeen total yards for yeah. the Browns yesterday. One of
4: eleven on third
3: downs. One of eleven on third. Did go two for four for fourth. But still, a lot of box scores like that yesterday, lopsided. We'll come back. Prop Watch, Niners, Rams, next. Beeson's primetime action.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
1: Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that
3: moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
0: Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network.
3: Prior to making your next wager, we invite you to visit v to check the current betting splits data. It's a new feature that gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, yet another way. Too many to list. Visit is here to make you a smarter better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at visit.com. Before we get to Prop Watch, I just want to mention this. So, I talked about this, uh, this this morning on a numbers game, and it's just a way of sort of expressing how difficult it must be. If, if you had any doubt how difficult it is to, to win this pre flop ATS against the NFL, just take Survivor. For the first seven weeks of the Circa Survivor contest, which had 4,080 entr- entries, seven weeks, not a single Seven and a half point dog or greater had won a game in the National Football League. So, in the first seven weeks of the season, those entries went from 4,080 to 2,131. In the last 15 days, three weeks of football, it has gone from 2,131 to 174. The, Over 90% of pools gone.
4: Just Yikes. this week, seven, 73% of the remaining people lost either on the Steelers, Ravens, Cardinals, or Bucks. So 73% of the uh of the people that were left got wiped out just by those those four teams. And then the other thing that's fairly interesting, Gil, because you were, you know, as as you know, we were kind of looking ahead to that, that weird quirk. And of course you still gotta get through the next two weeks to even get to that that weird quirk. That being said, you can see sixty of them advanced with the Cowboys and forty-six advanced with the Bills, two of the teams that will be favored on that Thanksgiving day slate. So some of these guys, yes, they have they, have, they did survive, which is still the name of the game, but they have burned these teams that are going to be favorites um, come, come Thursday on, the, on that Thanksgiving slate.
3: In fact, of, of the 174 entries left, and by the way, it could be 173 after tonight. Somebody has the Rams. We'll see. But of the 174 left, it's, it appears to be spread among 150 people. So there are, only t- there are only three people with three entries left, one of which, by the way, has used the Bills and the Cowboys, so God help
4: that person on Thanksgiving. So he'll be a Bears fan yeah, against the Lions come, yeah. come uh, Thanksgiving.
3: And uh, 18 people, 18? Yeah, 18 people with two each. Everybody else seems to have one entry. I could be wrong, but that's based mm-hmm. on just a sort of uh, cursory analysis of it. So anyway, that's survivor carnage. Imagine trying to make your hay against uh, the spread here with this stuff. Let's talk about tonight's game with Prop Watch. Bets to be made there. Player passing props, Matthew Stafford, 283.5, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, 254.5 for the Niners. Passing touchdowns, 2.5 for Stafford, though the under is juiced heavily at minus 200. Jimmy G at 1.5 picks, all at a half. And then you see the passing and rushing yards combined with Stafford, close to 300.
4: I got Stafford, like, right at 281, so no value there at all. Um the only thing you would look at on the Garoppolo number at 254, which I kind of have him in the 251 range, so again, no value there. Would be if you think at all this game could get out of control, because what we have seen is, I mean, he's thrown for th- over 300 yards the last two games because they've games have gotten out of control against this 49ers team, and so like they they do pretty rapidly, at least, go ahead and abandon the whole run thing and, and they get to just pass in every single down if they do get down in this. So if you kind of if that's how you handicap it, then the value then I think would be on the over with Garoppolo. I think that's a pretty that's a pretty, pretty good number. Like I kind of have it being a competitive game. And so my number again falls kind of right on where it is right now. But if you do think this thing could, could get out of hand in favor of the Rams, then you would be on an over side for for Garoppolo for sure, because they they just they will at least abandon the the run altogether and get to passing pretty quickly.
5: I felt like that number might even be shaded that way a little bit because of that. Just that it felt a little high to me when I was first looking at it, but then I started thinking that way. If anybody thinks it might get into blowout territory, maybe they're shaded a little higher than they would because of that. And always on these Island games, the numbers are
4: always going to be ticked a little higher as it is anyway. Like they're always going to start at a level just a little bit higher than they should be. Like I think a fair number on this is, for for Garoppolo is more closer to like that 249 ish type range, but again, like the five yard shade for the for the island game because again, everyone only bets over on on island games, so you know <laughs> pretty much yeah. So they're 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 gonna give it a little bit of a shade. There. By the way, the where
3: this where the stadium is now in Santa Clara, there on the 101. If you've ever lived in the Bay Area, what a brutal
4: commute at this hour to get to the stadium. I mean, just awful. I imagine all the tech people just take helicopters, right? They just chop. Because yeah, because there's yeah. just no way they're driving. They would be like, I'll catch the next one.
3: <laughs> i sure. There's a hella, uh, I'll catch the next one. Sure, there's a helipad somewhere there. <laughs> there has to be. All right. What about uh, receiving props here for the Niners and the Rams tonight? Cooper Cup way higher than everybody else. Ninety-seven and a half. Uh, his yardage. Seven and a half catches. That is Matthew Stafford's boy. George Kittle. Uh, comes shy of Debo Samuel but George Kittle of course back in the uh, lineup as of last week Seventy and a half and a half for for Debo 60 and a half for Kittle I at 50 and a half and I'm looking for Odell there he is 32 and a half though his receptions are off the board
4: the I'm on the over seven and a half on Cooper Cup though this juice has started to run apparently because it was it was not that earlier today uh the 145 on the over on receptions I mean I think there's a pretty Clear path here for how it gets over with Cup. I mean, look, if they're going to have, if if they're going to put Odell out there for, I mean, he's been there a week. I mean, he's got he's going to know a quarter of the routes, you know, route tree at this point. Maybe not even that. So I I imagine he's going to be out there for you know a third of the snaps, maybe. And so
5: I heard a report today that they so Stafford and him spent several hours in like film room and going over the playbook on Saturday, but they've only thrown two live two live balls in practice to each other. Yeah. So, I mean, he'll be out there. He'll be
4: out there for a third of the snaps. He'll probably only run routes on 20 percent of the snaps or something like that. And so. It's it's going to be it's going to have to be the Cooper Cup show. And the other thing is is just the way that he is able to run his routes and stuff. Like they manufacture touches for him. I mean, we've even seen a few different times where he lines up in the backfield and runs a wheel route and all these stuff. So, like they they manufacture ways to get the ball to him. And without having Woods out there as the true number two, I can only imagine we're going to see even more of those. So so I went ahead and played the the over on the seven and a half. I feel pretty good about that. I mean, it's it's kind of a it's it's kind of a win win type situation on the Cooper Cup thing as far as receptions go because if they're if they're doing well most likely Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup are doing well and if they're doing poorly then the catch up mode is going to be Matthew Stafford to Cooper Cup maybe fifteen times you know he's going to probably target him sixteen times in this game if if they fall behind in any way shape or form so things are a couple different ways to get that one home I wouldn't touch the Odell thing because like I said I mean you don't really know how many snaps he's going to play and then even this, how many snaps he's going to play is. How many routes is he actually going to run anyway either, right? Like, that's that's the other thing is he can be out there but just be, you know, a decoy essentially. So, I, I can't really touch that. The only other thing is the Iuk deal. That number has just crept up really from the opener and just kept creeping up and kept creeping up. And I know we've seen him get more targets here over the last two weeks, but that is – that if we, if we remember, that was when George Kittle wasn't back in the offense either. Like, he would just got back last week – and now he's a you know another week removed from from that injury and all that, and I I, I kind of feel like Kittle really becomes that dominant number two for them again, as opposed to Ayuk. And so, if anything, I would be leaning towards an under on Ayuk, especially since that number just continues to to trickle up. Like it's, uh, I think this thing started at forty six and a half, all the way up to fifty and a half. So, uh, if anything, it's a play on the under there. I have a Iuk. feeling Kittle has a monster game tonight. Feeling he has a monster
3: game. By the way, for those who. Uh, who do not know and are like, hey, where's Robert Woods? Some may have missed that the day that the Rams signed Odell Beckham Jr. last week, sort of under the radar-ish to some degree. Robert Woods blew out his knee later that day. So no Robert Woods for the rest of the season for the Rams. Obviously a huge loss for L.A. Uh, And finally, the rushing props, which uh, I don't know how much we expect on the Rams side of it, but we certainly do on the Niners side. Though Daryl Henderson Jr. is the high mark at 68.5. Then Elijah Mitchell, who they... uh, just
4: love in San Francisco 63 and a half I think these quarterback rushing props just are oh. always so much I think there's just so much value on these things like the three all and the a time half? Like you just have to right? all, all the time on these quarterback rushing props because you need just I mean th- that being said we did see we did see a winning quarterback get there you know uh, th- this past week and then take a couple of knees, which then took it back under. So there there is always that bad beat territory that you could be looking into. But I mean when it's so incredibly small like like this, I mean it just, you know, Stafford, it's it's basically two scrambles for him. I mean, he's not getting the design runs or whatever, but I mean it's it's basically two scrambles for him and he's gonna get there. So I don't know. I just I always feel like
5: there's value on these quarterback rushing props.
3: Yeah, especially when we've seen Jimmy GB be- yeah. jimmy g get kind of spry near the goal line yeah. these days
5: yeah 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 i'm with you on that one yeah that that seems short I, that seems like maybe an appropriate number for stafford i'm with you i feel like it should be higher for jimmy g
3: well based, on, based on what we've seen doesn't, doesn't appear to be a trey lance package as much these days so i don't know jimmy g not shy uh not the the uh, niner's not shy about calling jimmy g's number In this one. So in the end, then, you landed on any props at all? Yeah. The uh, Cooper Cup over 7.5. That's the one. Yeah. Cooper Cup over 7.5. That is not one you want to go under on and live through. That's for sure.
4: Like I said, I think there's a couple of different ways to hit that, right? Like, they have a lot of success, probably because of Cooper Cup. They fall behind. Probably going to go to him a ton. Okay. We'll come back. Fruit baskets. Yes, indeed. The people who
3: helped us win or the teams that helped us win bets this past weekend. Real fruit baskets, virtual fruit baskets—we so don't know. But we'll do that next. VSEN's primetime action.
0: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSEN, the sports betting network.
3: The VEASAN Black Friday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, it is a limited-time offer, though, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift for that special sports better in your life at VEASAN.com slash subscribe.
4: That's 123-91-Canadian. Yes, it is. Some bets Anybody are just more it. fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend.
3: Listen, you can try to outtalk Adam Candy. You just cannot do it. He, you will not.
4: <laughs> we, we we're replacing that anyway, right? At some point. <laughs> well, so, well, yeah. Are we? You know. Oh, Matt, you're up first. Yeah. So I told you guys when I came in, it was it was a grind yesterday for me. Uh, I ended up. I, I can't. I mean, I can't. I don't know for sure. I think probably the most amount of in-game bets I've made on a Sunday, maybe five or six, something like that. You know, you kind of see an edge and you want to go and do whatever. I made 19 yesterday. It was it was it was work uh, yesterday. I mean, not again like work in air quotes. But I mean, you're not. I didn't enjoy the games. I'll put it that way. It was it was it was grind. So we talked about this Packers and Seahawks game, and you know, we were kind of wondering what were the quarterbacks going to look like? What was the situation going to be with the dude coming back who with a janky finger and hadn't thrown in so long and a guy that wasn't able to practice at all. And you know, because of the COVID situation, were there any lingering effects? We've seen some of these athletes say that there were lingering effects and stuff like that. Whenever they had COVID and all that, it took about two drives in this game for you to instantly see that these dudes were <laughs> off and yeah. they were not good. And that <laughs> this game was going to be ugly as all get out. And so Ran, hit the under, hit the under again, hit the under again, hit the under again, and just kept hitting the under until it got to a number where I basically felt like, okay, I cannot do this anymore. Those are beautiful. With the way that it was going. But it was, I mean, you know, I don't know for sure that there were any lingering effects on Aaron Rodgers and, and, and it would just, maybe it was just, again, just being rusty, not being able to practice at all, not being able to, I mean, again, didn't get cleared until Saturday, so he couldn't even be in the facility, couldn't do any of that stuff, so with his teammates, until then, and then, and then Russell Wilson—he can say all he wants that the finger was fine and everything. Like that—that that was not Russell Wilson. Like I mean, just you don't ever see him hesitate to throw the deep ball. You don't ever see him just blatantly miss open guys and stuff like he was. He was. He was way off. Like he there's something not right still with, with all that. And so, fortunately, being able to—they uh, kind of revealed their hand to us very early in that one and was able to go in. And Kelly, I know you were probably that, a couple of yeah, times I, yeah, I
5: hit the under, and then and then I hit the Packers later in the game too, when it was just way more obvious that the, that Seattle side was that was struggling, yeah. way more mightily than than the Green Bay one was.
4: And then uh, second, kind of the same deal, like this uh, this Chiefs Raiders game uh, last night. I mean, they they kind of flipped their cards over, revealed their hand pretty early here. And, and listen, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, this was the thing that we had talked about. The problem was, is it looked like they were not calling the plays that were conducive to beating these defenses that these teams wanted to run against them. And they came out with a different game plan this time. Patrick Mahomes also didn't always hold out to try to make the massive play. Like you can tell they sat down and they had a conversation they're like, Hey, Patrick, you're awesome. And we get it, but we don't always have to hit the home run ball. We can just, mat- we, as Gil likes to say, we can just matriculate the ball down the field and go score. Like we don't have to do it in two plays every single time. And, He took what they gave him, and they just kept going up and down the field over and over and over and over and over again. They utilized the running backs like we were kind of talking about as well. And even in the passing game, they utilized the running backs in the passing game. And thanks to the Raiders as well for making absolutely no adjustments whatsoever throughout the entire course of the game. And I understand it's a rookie head coach who wasn't supposed to be head coach, but
3: but holy cow. It is hard to know where the Chiefs end and the Raiders begin because – Everybody who was having success against the Chiefs were two safety, and the Raiders refused to do that. They're like, "No, we're going to do it our way." Yeah. Well, that worked out well. By and the way, Deshaun Jackson, did you send him a basket as well?
5: <laughs> what was that? That was the weirdest thing I've seen in a <laughs> long time. <laughs> it's, the, it's the only time. It's the only time that I feel like I've clearly seen someone still in a play disoriented on a field. I was like, I was like, just go down, Deshaun. Like, I don't know what you're doing here, but like, you don't like, he, he almost, he didn't know where he was. I thought
4: he scores as a three-point game. Yeah, three-point game. He 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 definitely got he definitely got disoriented, right?
3: Yeah, he
5: had to have. Like he had to have.
3: Or was he doing something dishonish? If you know what I mean. I mean like let's make the let's make the ordinary look extraordinary. Well, that, that's thing.
5: what I've heard a lot of people say today. I'm like I don't think so. I think he was especially like when it's your first catch, like it I, made like, no sense. It made no I I think he was when I when I saw the play live, I, I was so confused. And when I saw the replay, I'm like, he, he doesn't—he didn't know where he was. I don't think he knew where he was it's, on the field. It's like he has one weapon left
4: in his arsenal, which is run fast in a straight line. Yeah, and and he stopped going fast, and he stopped going in a straight right. line. <laughs> like like he, he stopped doing the things that he doesn't do. like. You, he runs fast in a straight line really good, and that's why he's don't on run a team. circles. And
5: then he stopped running
4: fast, and then he stopped running in a straight line. He stopped doing the two things that he does well.
3: Made no sense whatsoever. Uh, you know, who knows if, if who knows if the Chiefs still don't win because he doesn't play defense, right? And They couldn't stop Patrick Mahomes, but good Lord, it would have been a three-point game at that point. When that happened, the game was over pretty much at that point. Uh, fruit baskets for a couple ladies' tennis players. I know you don't like it as much as the NFL. That's your problem, not mine. Garbinia Muguruza, for those who uh, played her on Friday, she got by uh, Barbara Kurjikova in three sets. That was fun to cash that on Friday night. And then the next day, Paola Badosa, our girl, uh, Straight-set winner over Maria Sakkari. This is at the WTA Finals in Guadalajara, Mexico, where they're going to crown a champion. Just something they do besides the Grand Slams. They just have a year-end uh, finals of eight players. They do that on the ATP side. They're doing it on the men's side as well right now. So two tennis winners back to back. Fruit baskets for both Garbini and Paula. Don't and you
4: a- don't you owe? Don't you owe Garbina uh, an apology as well? Because you were writing her off. Her debt, you had put her in You had put her in the coffin here as That's we were true. on the desk. That's
3: not correct. What I said was, it's the one play I made that wasn't backing my numbers, and I should know better than, uh, in the middle, you're right, I did. I was like, I should know better than not to back my numbers. And then all of a sudden, it happened as we thought it would. Uh, this is a fruit basket. Maybe I shouldn't give this to the Lions. Maybe I should have sent this fruit basket to the Steelers. Because uh, the Lions, plus eight, gets home easy peasy. As the Lions and Steelers play to a tie... And if you didn't watch this football game, boy, did you miss some quality entertainment. (laughs) Seven possessions in overtime, including one which was just a one-play possession at the end, but really six possessions in overtime alone that featured a uh, Deontay Johnson fumble after he had toasted the corner. Corner came back, punched it out. Gilbert did that for the Lions. And then the Steelers, they got themselves in field goal position. At the end, they had themselves in field goal position, 15 seconds left, but no timeouts, and Friar turned up field, didn't go out of bounds. I don't know if Mason Rudolph led him far enough either. Either way, he turned up field, and they got the ball punched out fumble, and the tie is preserved. Jared Goff, horrific to watch, but a fruit basket nonetheless.
4: It was – and and, uh, go ahead and just – I'll add on a – an anti, a rotten fruit basket in that game as well where i had the under on Deontay johnson receiving yards and uh at the end of at the end of regulation we were looking yeah real great and then he had 49 yards oh, in overtime
5: man to
4: finish with 83 it was, the number was 75 and a half oh he that's had a 49 yards in overtime well the one play was i think was like a 36 yeah. yarder it, i was off. like Bro, if this the game is if this game couldn't have gotten any worse than that. <laughs> that is
5: brutal. By the
3: yeah. way, Jared golf bad in a way that a box score can't capture. I don't care if you watch <laughs> yeah, him yeah. week after week after week. It's just insane how bad he is.
5: Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Uh, my first one here uh, goes to the place kicker for the New Orleans Saints this weekend. Brian Johnson. Uh, two missed extra points. I was holding an under forty-four and a half. It comes in at forty-four. So Brian Johnson, thank you, fruit basket your way. Now, nobody else in the entire game gets a fruit basket or or the Saints side because I did also have a Titans minus two and a half ticket, which I believe we We all did. did. So we'll that was a there. very unfun ending for that one. But at least the under got home. I think, I think you also,
3: Sean Payton, though, one, they had a third and goal at the one. They threw it in the back part of the end zone. And then their fourth and goal at the one, they kicked a 20-yarder.
5: Yeah, but it's easier to give it to the kicker okay. those two well, extra police. Sure, am <laughs> <Blending> the kicker. <laughs> I'm with you, though. Yeah. That works, too. Um, and then my, my last one uh, for this week, Cowboys and Bills, uh, this was just... Uh, Two teams that had ugly losses the week before. I hate you, Bills. Needed a bounce back, and they bounced back strong, both of them. So uh, those were easy at them, tied into teasers, uh, both of them. And uh, those got home with ease. So, Cowboys, Bills, thanks for getting back to work and uh, looking forward to teasing possibly both of them this week as well.
3: Truth be told, I can't be mad at the Bills anymore because I would have lost again and again and again since then. Ravens Thursday, not Steelers yesterday.
4: Well, like I said, I would have, yeah, it – it would have 1,000% for me either been the Ravens or Steelers for me this week, yep. and so both of them i have gotten bounced. Not even a backup. Like, you can't even say, like, well, it might have, might have been the other one. Doesn't matter. 90, get bounced, either 90 either plus percent.
3: Yeah, get in bounced through the other one. 90-plus percent in 15 days. Gone. It's amazing. Um, just absolutely amazing what has happened. The carnage of Survivor. Have you ever – I mean, we always say that this is a tough league. Do you ever remember – I don't want to be prisoner of the moment – it being this unpredictable?
4: I mean – I do not. It, not of teams that we th- thought we had a pretty good beat on as like, being really good teams.
3: By the way, you know Arizona now, everybody's had a bad outing. Yeah. Everybody's had a yeah. crap performance now. We thought they were the only holdout, but not anymore. And yeah, I get it. It was Colt McCoy, but still, bad outing it was. We'll come back. Uh, it is the Rams and the Niners, so we'll take a look at NFC West odds to make the playoffs, to win the division, so forth and so on. It's the Primetime Action, next.
0: with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network. The
3: Chi-Town Prediction Challenge presented by Miller Lite is turning Chicago Sundays into paydays this football season. Play for free in this three-part prediction pool series for your shot at up to $9,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Light town to get in on the action. It's Miller time, 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. How about that? Little shy town prediction challenge, Kelly. Like that? Yeah.
5: I like the Bulls tonight.
3: <laughs> Do you? You like the Bulls? It's my shy town prediction. Yeah. Um before we get to our NFC West odds, for those wondering, the uh, the baseball awards finally started tonight. You remember baseball season, guys? Do You remember that? Oh when that happened? You
5: mean you mean that thing that ended like a month and a half ago or something?
3: it, it kind of did cuz like the World Series we were just sleepwalking through it. But uh so they they gave out finally they then the World Series got extended, so they like delayed it a week. Then last week they announced the finalists, not even the Warts So finally today. Baby my
5: show ain't buddy
3: <laughs> Finally today, they started with the rookie of the year. Randy Arosa Reyna ended up winning it for the Tampa Bay Rays in the American League, and Jonathan India, no surprise, won it for the Cincinnati Reds in the uh in the National League. MVPs not till Thursday.
5: They drag this out all week. I actually, I've never, I've never, you know, I've never had a ticket like this, so I've never cared to look at the schedule. They drag it out like it's the, I don't know, like it's the Oscars spread out over a week so you don't miss anything. It is amazing. Who
3: cares? It is amazing how, if if there is a wrong decision to be made, Major League Baseball will find it. Because now what they did is they're telegraphing all the awards, I think, by announcing who's presenting all of them. So today, uh, Johnny Bench announced the NL. Well, Jonathan India happens to play for the Reds. Hmm. Right now, the Rays have no history, so they picked an outfielder. Fred Lynn, Randy Rosarena, happens to be an outfielder. Uh, for manager of the year, Bruce Bochi. Huh, I wonder if that's going to be Gabe Kapler or not. What do you think? On the on the American League side, it's Mike Socia. You're like, well, there's no—the Angels manager's in there. Yes, but Scott Service, who p- played for him, is in there. Hmm, I wonder if he wins it. Wednesday it's Cy Young, it's Oral Hershiser for the Dodgers, wonder if Max Scherzer wins that, and it's Blackjack McDowell for the White Sox, wonder if Lance Lynn is who they're going to give it to there. And then Thursday, sadly for those of us who have Juan Soto, Mike Schmidt is giving out the NL MVP, so it's probably going to be Bryce Harper. I'm saying if they give that award to everybody I just named, what are they doing?
4: What uh, do you- well, one of the things that they messed up on is this, like – at least if you're trying to do this, oh, okay, we want to, like, keep us in the news and, you know, and so on. That. Like, at least if you give them out all on, at one time in an hour-long program or something, like, maybe people will tune in at that to, like, yeah, like to, sure. you know, yes. maybe so you we'll, do an
5: award show. Like, maybe people you, would tune in. You mean in you're not with, excited like, for manager of the year? Yeah, you know,
4: like, maybe they would <laughs> tune in. But, like, when you're dragging it out like, and, and then uh. you're doing these awards that some people just couldn't possibly care less about, right? Like, most people didn't even have, most people couldn't pick, tell you what team, Jonathan India plays for, much less like, you know, but like if you just put it all in a show, it's like, oh, okay, you know, people might tune in to see who won the the Cy Young or the MVP, and then they're exposed to the people who won Rookie of the Year and the Coach of the Year and all that. Like, it's this whole big thing of like, oh, you know, doing good for your brand as opposed to. Just trickling this stuff out to where literally we, no one, no one cares at all.
3: It's Rob. Does Rob Manfred know we're betting on this? Stuff? It's not like
4: not even in the news cycle. This, No, like
3: this, exactly, not even in the news cycle. That's yes. exactly right. I had to Google. Yeah, it. I also That's couldn't right. tell you.
5: I, I, maybe you guys know. I couldn't tell you if this is how they do it every year. Or First time if, I believe, or if this is new. Like it's new. I, this is new. It's okay. newfangled, is what it is. I have no idea, and yeah, I'm with you, Matt. Like, there's the, no, you can't get anybody to care for five days. Basically, Matt's right. Once again, we have fixed Major League Baseball. Look, all we do sure is try to
4: fix these sports on here. We'll make right. the goal, <laughs> make the goal bigger in ice soccer, and and then get these awards into a one-hour show, and like then at least people would tune in, and then you can keep baseball at least you know a month longer, kind of in the news cycle there.
3: Ice soccer, also known as hockey, for those listening for That's the first right. time.
5: I can't wait to figure out which sports book I even bet you had. Like, I, I have no idea. I just can't wait I to know. look through my accounts and see where I I which has exactly, more money in it. I
3: know exactly where I bet it. All right, NFC West odds. Because the Rams and the Niners are playing tonight, we thought it'd be interesting to look at the NFC West odds currently headed into tonight's ballgame. Cardinals 8-2, and two tied for the best record in the NFC. But uh, if the playoffs were to begin today, they would lose a tiebreaker to the Packers. Again, the A.J. Green didn't look back game. But the Cardinals eight and two are minus one fifty to win the West. We still don't know about Kyler Murray. The Rams headed into tonight seven and two plus one twenty to win the division. Niners three and five longer odds to win the division though than the three and six Seahawks. Now with Russell Wilson, who are forty to one. By the way, worst start for the Seahawks I believe since like twenty eleven. And yesterday, the first time in Russell Wilson's ten year career where
4: the Seahawks were shut out with him as a starter. The Cardinals do have a bye in week 12. So even if something goes sideways this week against Seattle, you would assume then at that point you get DeAndre Hopkins and you get Kyler Murray back after the bye heading into week 13 where you kind of land with two you know, two cupcake games out of three where you go Chicago, yeah, there is a, a Rams game in between there, but then Detroit again in, at, at week 15. So – you know, if you're looking at this Cardinals team and saying like, man, you know the way they looked yesterday, I don't really know. They're going to be they're going to be healthier after the buy, and they do have one of these late buys. Uh, the only problem I think with the Cardinals is something we brought up last week is that I think this defense is like becoming a liability for this team. And certainly, whenever you kind of look, I mean, like that's the Colt, Colt McCoy. Yes, was was horrible yesterday, and they couldn't get anything going on offense. But like he didn't play defense, and the defense allowed defense allowed. Uh, points all over the place in this thing. And and I, you know, we keep saying like yes, the counting stats weren't necessarily there and it wasn't like blowing you away, but but JJ Watt brings a presence to that defensive line that is with pressures which again aren't measured unless you go to the super advanced statistics which which we look at and stuff. But I mean, yeah, he didn't wasn't getting the necessarily the sa- racking up the sacks, but he was you know, really, really good at pressuring the quarterback. And then also he was their best run defender as well. And so he's not in there anymore. I think that defensive line is kind of a little bit of a liability for this team moving forward. And then, of course, just the injury situation. I, I mean, I think the only bet you can make here would be the Rams. But they certainly don't. We'll, we'll see how they look tonight. I mean, with the way things are going, I mean, they, you know, who knows what like the way things are going. They might lose about 48 tonight or something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, would it,
3: would it the, really surprise you at this point? I mean, I just it wouldn't me. I just this league is is unbelievable. Is there? Let me just ask you this because we've always said here for the last three four weeks that you essentially have five teams already locked in in the Mm -hmm. NFC playoffs, and everybody else is fighting for the final two. But does the Kyler Murray thing? I mean, does any of that make you think about the Cardinals at all on the no, like at all fourteen to one? Is there a little part of you at all that wants to, to to look at that number and say, hmm, I don't know.
4: No, because like I said, so they still have the bear. They still, have, still have the bears and lions left, right? And so, with that, you look and you go, okay. So now it's ten wins for them. No matter, no matter how the rest of the thing goes, and so they're really only need one more win out of all the rest of the games, and that's probably going to get them in. Eleven wins is most likely going to get you in because you look at those guys that are on the fringe. I mean, the the Saints and the Panthers. I mean, they're they're not getting to eleven wins, and they're they're technically in the playoffs if we were to go right now so yeah if you show that in the hunt
3: thing again i mean it really is true i'm just i'm just asking the question to make conversation but there's there's just so much gap between their record and the in the hunt people yeah you know like everybody else has five losses or more give it up to washington for being on the board
5: yes they're back in if you got two losses right there you're looking pretty good
4: you're looking pretty good for sure if you have three you're looking good you're looking pretty good I i mean like in these three and six i mean like
5: Seattle's done,
4: man. Like, what do we even, uh, you know? Like, I last night they were trying to say it's a seventeen game season, so the season's oh, not over. Man, it's like,
5: they harped on that a lot and it's like, last night. Yeah, it time.
4: is. The season's over. I get it. Like, maybe I'll have them on the uh, uh, down the line or something, and that's why you're trying. No, the season's over. That's it's, what it's it really really felt like.
5: I was like, I, I feel like they've said this fifteen times during the show about how how or during this game about how long the season is, yeah. and that Seattle is definitely not out of it. I'm like, well, they're 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 pretty much
4: they're pretty much out of it. I mean, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that would have to go very, very right, and a lot of things that have to go very, very wrong for all the rest of these teams for them not to be for them not to be out of it. I mean, yeah, it's to me. I mean, if we if we honestly think that they come back healthy on the other side of that bye, then you know, it's probably still the Cardinals. But I, I, man, these we've seen these wider I mean, these wide receivers with these. Leg injuries and stuff, man. I mean, they Titans had to end up putting Julio on the IR, which by the way, cool of them to do yeah, that absolutely. after we had made this giant case about why we like the Titans and all that and, and and everything. And then oh yeah, I know he's going on IR. That was fun. Um and, and so yeah, I d I don't know, man. Like it, it's it's probably it's the Cardinals, but I probably wouldn't bet it at 150. I'd probably just bet the Rams if I had to, if I had to make a bet. I, I was going
5: to say if I had to make a bet on that board, I think it would be Rams. But it, and and maybe I would if I could find like plus 150 or something like that, higher than that out here out there. Because I think you got to take the game in tonight. You got to take that into account, which I think the Rams are going to win. And then you talk about this Seattle Arizona game next week. I, I don't. We talked about this seemingly three three or four times this year with different quarterback situations. They came out today and talked about Kyler Murray still not being all that healthy. Why are you going to push him to start this week when you got to buy the next yeah. week, right? Like, I, think, I think you're going to not see him and DeAndre Hopkins again this week because I don't think there's any reason to.
3: Yeah, they better be careful about that, though, with the whole, you know, they've lost two of three at some point. You probably you probably should get back in the lineup pretty quick. Uh, we will uh, we will be all about football tonight and other things. Rams and Niners, the debut of not only Odell Beckham Jr for the Rams but also of course Vaughn Miller for the Rams as well Odell Beckham Jr going to wear number 3 by the way in case you
0: care coming back Vicens Prime Time Action